0: This is the inbound secret. Secret, secret, secret. My name is Bryce, and I'm your host for The Inbound Secret, where we're talking with top performers and health experts and sales badasses alike about their strategies to optimize their well being and performance. Once again, this is The Inbound Secret, and, and let's get rocking and rolling. This is The Inbound visit, This is The Inbound Secret. The inbound, the inbound, this is the inbound
1: secret. Secret. Secret.
0: Secret. secret. Welcome back to another episode of the Inbound Secret. We have got Joshua B. Lee here today, the LinkedIn engagement marketing specialist. You're an author, a coach. You're, you've been a, mar- a marketer for a while, you're a business owner, husband, father, and you've kind of been through all of the online business world, really, since it started. I mean, at <laughs> least since it started to be viable, pre-2003, yeah. the internet was basically a, a corporate entity and nothing more. You had cell phones that barely even knew what the internet was back then. So I'm going to hand it over to you, man, give everybody an introduction, tell them a little bit about yourself, and then
1: we're going to just have a little fun. No worries, Bryce, man. Happy to be here. And, you know, I always like to start off just saying thank you and giving appreciation to everyone that's listening to us. I think that a lot of times we go in and it's like, oh, hey, I'm Josh. And then we forget about all the listeners that are sitting there, right? So I always make sure my podcast, thank everyone for listening. Thank you, Bryce. And, you know, we, I appreciate everyone that's listening right now because we can't do what we do without them, right? So that kind of allows us to be in. You know that kind of goes back man and where i looked at my story we talk about 2002 2003 yeah i mean i was blessed i, I kind of had clients right out the gate in some of my uh, online advertising world like myspace yahoo uh you know i mean google hell i mean we work with them all and it's it's weird though you talk about being there in the beginning uh this is a story that i don't even know how i forgot about it it just kind of came up like in the last <laughs> couple weeks with my wife and she goes Wait a minute, say that part again. Because I've been doing it for so long, there's just little details that you forget about. So, my being that one of my clients in 2003 was MySpace, that's when they started, we monetized all their traffic. So, if we monetize all their traffic, most people don't get that, that we actually created and helped, had a very heavy hand in myself in building the first social media ad that everything is based around right now. She goes, my wife's like, wait a minute, you helped design the first social media? And I was like, yeah, you know, it was around our, you know, the technology. We built the, the processes for MySpace to be able to do that. She goes, you never tell that story. I go, I don't know. I just, <laughs> <laughs> I kind of went through it. But yeah, so it's crazy to be able to think on how long I've been doing that. It kind of ages me. But, you know, from there, I monetized a lot of traffic, right? And that was the biggest thing. Built multiple different companies, went through stuff. And at a certain point, because I focused only on the monetization aspect, I accrued a lot of money. I was quote unquote successful in other people's eyes, but I reached a point in my life where I wasn't successful internally. I was 45 pounds heavier than I'd ever been in my life. My relationships were monetary. And honestly, man, it's, I only knew about where I was at and had no clue where I was going. And there was points that I was like, why am I doing all this? And I reset my life. I mean, I kind of went through, my relationship with my, my former wife, just it wasn't there. I was trying to make these things work. And she cared more about the money than the impact. And so I knew there was a certain point that we had hit. We had grown too far apart on what we were doing. So I closed down 10 companies that I was running at that time, running from six, seven, and eight figures. I gave her everything. And uh, cause my lawyers were like, this is gonna take three years. She thinks you're hiding money everywhere. So um, <laughs> we kind of went in and I was like, look, man, close it all down, give it at 36, move back in with my parents with a little bit under a thousand dollars in my name. That was about seven years ago. And I'll tell you, it was, it was rough. And that's what, but it, what allowed me to understand is I didn't want to monetize this world. That had to be a byproduct of what I did and standard yep. authority, what we do now it's all about being able to build high value relationships that you know, really for our high value clients and about building those relationships and teaching people how to be human online again, because we had forgotten how to be able to do this with all this automation, being able to go through. And it's been really, really awesome because I get clients that I used to read their books on how to start my own companies 20 years ago. And now they're my clients, I get to be able to help them. And we do all that right now. Through the, ve- through the vehicle of LinkedIn. And it's really awesome being able to do this engagement marketing along with a little bit of influencer marketing and there's no sales. It's all about drawing in those clients and we've found some amazing ways to be able to just show everyone and do it for our clients. It's totally different than what everyone else is doing these days.
0: I love it. I love it. The the biggest reason, and, and I know my partner Trey talked to you a little bit when, when he invited you onto the show. Yeah. Was was we look for impact driven entrepreneurs. Like that that's the first and really only requirement we have for you to be invited on the show. Yeah. You can have 40 billion dollars. Cool.
1: Yeah. But if
0: you're not impact driven, quite frankly, I don't want you talking to my audience. There you go not because you don't have the information and skill and knowledge and and history, but it's just not right for the people that we're looking to target. We're Mm. not, we're not necessarily looking to build the next Jeff Bezos. Now, if we do awesome, but it needs to be done with our mantra in mind, which is you were made to thrive, not just survive. Love it. Now, Speaking about that, before before we get too heavy into the LinkedIn, because I want to talk to you about that, and I'm going to pick your brain on some things. Please. We we do a little bit of LinkedIn, but nowhere near as heavy as you. We, we do it on the omnipresent side of thing and the syndication yeah. side of thing, where you kind of just go holistic LinkedIn, let's dive headfirst right into that, and I want to know more about that. But before we do, you said that you're back 2002, 2003, working with MySpace and Google. yeah. More or less, you pioneered digital marketing as it stands today.
1: At least the social media side, yes. it's and it's crazy that for some reason, these are things, right? We go through I was so concentrated on the money aspect, I forgot about some of the impact I had early on in my career, right? And so when I shifted to be able to go more impact focused on what I was doing, those memories of what what really I did was like, oh, whoa, that's
0: crazy. Well, and that's why I wanted to touch on that for a second, because if you think about the ripple effect that that has had, for instance, my company, Funnel Driven LLC, founded October 1st of 2017, started as just an SMMA agency. Right. Couldn't have done that without the impact that your your little walkthrough in 2002, <laughs> 2003 started. Right. And- um- Above that, outside of the ability for people like me, people like you, people like the, the members that are listening, to be able to start a business from their cell phone these days. It's crazy. Your, your action in 2002, 2003 pioneered what made Facebook, what made Instagram, what's made TikTok a huge investment for Walmart, Oracle, Microsoft. What's translated into many te- many people's minds is kind of a blessing, but then you've got the other side of that coin. The Social Dilemma was a very popular docu-series that Netflix did that talks about oh, yeah. the detriment that these types of monetization strategies and, and automation sequences have unbeknownst to them created. Oh, yeah. Going through that, you caught yourself sounds like more recently than, than previously and pivoted to impact driven, which I, I love, I love seeing that. When you were going through that change, did you go back and think about the negative connotation that that huge oh, amount of impact could have created?
1: 100%, man. It's It's one of those things that you look at all the time. And this is why I had that shift, right? And you heard me say, I didn't want to monetize this world anymore. I know like out of the three to 500 you know, when I look at it, we've done over $500 million in that ad spend over that we managed over that course of, you know, a decade or more. And I'm not sure how much, how many people I helped. I sold a lot of things. Back then it was the wild west, right? I mean, we we just, people would click. We were buying traffic on MySpace for a 10th of a penny and then selling it to Yahoo, which was Overture at the time, it was the d- deal that we had put together for them, like keywords like mesothelioma, which no one even knew what it was. It was just, you know, it's a type of, can- you know, air- breath cancer. I mean, it's like being able to go in, we we're selling those for $100 a hundred dollars a clicks. So we were making that margin. Yeah. Tenth of a penny to buy it, sell it for a hundred dollars. I mean, it's crazy to be able to think, but you saw people take it. That was old school arbitrage, you know, we started doing this before most people had understood what it was. And the biggest thing that you saw was these were the impacts, right? People, when they see it, something like, oh, these people are making money. I bet I can do it. And then things go wrong. And this is what we continue to be able to see. We continue to be able to see these things that people go, if I can monetize it, I'm going to find a way to be able to do it better, faster, and easier. Right? How can I trick people?
0: Well, and that's that's the that's the conversation that I wanted to have with you because we see it today. We see like ClickFunnels is a great tool. Yeah. Russell Brunson's a fabulous marketer. He's got that down pat, but the movement has shifted from something that was about how can we leverage this tool into a community and incentivize growth into every John Smith, Dick, and Jane out there spends four fucking minutes on a YouTube video and all of a sudden they think they know what the hell they're doing. And now you you don't have have
1: like 52 comic club things behind you?
0: Quite frankly, but quite (laughs) frankly, I could probably get 10 of them now if I wanted to. Because here's the sad reality that most people don't recognize. It's not a million dollars in net profit. It's not even a million dollars in profit. It's a million dollars in just revenue that's gone through a system.
1: Well, and guess what, Bryce? I can spend a million dollars and I can actually spend more than a million. I can spend 1.5 and make a million. I mean, let's just be real. And this is the biggest problem, right? This is what people don't understand. And I have this conversation all the time, like, You're not a millionaire if your business is making a million dollars, but you're taking home 10 or 20 a year. I mean, we see this all the time. And above that, it creates this almost
0: Pavlovian continuation of training and this Fibonacci spiral of just – continued suffering for the lack of a better term, where like 85% of our clients here at Funnel Driven that come to us for help have had one to five poor experiences with another quote unquote marketer or marketing firm at some point.
1: Oh yeah. And
0: and the when you start wrapping your head around that, you start to realize that there's like 200,000 marketing agencies. And there's like 10 of us that know what the hell we're doing.
1: (laughs) Bryce, you you know, you know, I do LinkedIn, you want to talk about being able to go there too? you know, how many people I get pitched on a regular basis? Hey, Joshua B, you ever thought about you doing LinkedIn to get leads? (laughs) We personally looked at your profile. And I'm like, no, you didn't. Because one, I know you scraped my name, because on LinkedIn, my first name is Joshua B. So it picks up automation. And then two, you're hoping to be able to send a thousand of these messages out and get that one sale. And if you get that one sale, you think that you won, but instead you just pissed off 999 people. You're not looking at the right way. There's a better way to be able to do these things. And I mean, Mm -hmm. these are those pieces, man, that go through. And if you look at them enough, dude, they took a course like six months ago and they were, they were selling pizzas before, but now they're LinkedIn experts.
0: Well, and, and that's kind of an interesting segue that we can take to, to go into the LinkedIn conversation, right?
1: We can talk anywhere you want, man. I mean, I, I love <laughs> this, this is great.
0: So like we do a little bit of LinkedIn, mostly for ourselves, we do offer it as a service, but, but we're very specific on how we do it. Yes, we use automation for it. And yes, we use repurposing and syndication for content. But the automation we use only does two things. It sends out connect requests based on keywords or identified industries. Right. And it sends some kind of value or invitation for a relationship-based conversation. So like even our quote-unquote automated messages that use a scrape is to either give them something or invite them to something like our show, a conversation, a networking event, something that there's no sale involved. We're not trying to do arbitrage or a flip or a bait. We're just trying to have a conversation with the person. Yeah. Because at some point, down the road, if they are interested, they'll know who I am. They'll like what we do. They'll trust that we're not just going to try and bait and switch them. And that may be five years down the road. But if I have 500,000 people in my repertoire that I've had a conversation with over those five years, guess who's going to end up making a bigger impact at that point?
1: oh yeah i mean that's what it is you have to be able to start with value i mean these are the different pieces that you go into now the one thing i will tell you just because i've done and i work with them closely be very careful with the automation that you use because they are constantly on a date they're the only platform that they are constantly updating their code to be able to search for automation if they pick up automation your account will be banned for life
0: oh yeah we (laughs) we so so we use a tool called u-link and Um, and we have like sixteen fail safes in
1: there. Like time. yeah, you'll see like those com- those companies they change their code every day because they're st- trying to stay ahead of LinkedIn. Yeah. And I mean, the way that you're doing it is still good. Now, when I show you what we're doing, I mean, it's a little bit different because again, it's all human to human. Like and get really pulling that in, because I don't want to ever like we work with some really high clients. Like if I if I messed up the, if I got their account locked. <laughs> yeah. Man, it'd be bad. It'd be, it'd be real bad, you know, cause we're really going on a lot of the stuff that we do. Most of our clients have products or services that range anywhere from minimum $5,000 a month, all the way up to $50,000 a month. So, you know, we've really got to make sure our process is really for the really high touch, high end stuff. But I mean, so, it's all based on the human condition too.
0: So one thing just for everybody listening here and, and it, one, we appreciate that you're following along with us, but I want to make sure that you guys understand kind of the difference and what we're going to be talking about here in a second. One of the things that I caught right away when I started looking into kind of your history, your background, your story, when we invited you on was you have a very controversial statement. And I actually love this statement. It's that B2B and B2C don't exist. It's h to h which is human to human. Which is completely different than ninety nine percent of people's expectation or their their conceptualization of what they think doing business is. Right. But it brings it back to one thing, and it and it's that aha moment for most people when whenever somebody's like, "Well, I'm doing B two B or I'm doing B two C," my my clients aren't on X. Well, there's two point one to four billion people on social media, depending on the platform. The chances of your client being on one of them, pretty high. The chances of their family being on it, pretty high. It's not that they're not there, it's that you don't know how to capture their attention. There you go. And, and the reason that's important is when you think of Microsoft, you think of Bill Gates. You think Bill Gates just didn't use the internet for the last 30 years?
1: <laughs> LinkedIn's about the only platform he actually is on, actually has a real profile.
0: Yeah. And, but that goes back to my point. So when we're talking human to human, run me through at a high level because I want I want the audience to hear this. Kind of what the customer journey looks like. Say, say I come to you and I'm like, hey, Josh, I want you to tune up our LinkedIn stuff. And we may actually yeah. have this conversation because <laughs> why not? I want you to tune up our, our LinkedIn stuff. Our, our average price point for a service comes in at 4,000 for the initial and anywhere between 1,500 and 9,000 a month, depending on the client, okay? Yeah. Let's run through and kind of give us a 30,000 foot view of what you would run and how yeah. that processes would work to do the human to human.
1: Well, of course, man. Well, and realize too, the reason why I say there's no B to B or B to C, there's only H to H, because the fact that one, guys like me, 20 and 30 years ago, designed B2B and B2C to diversify ad spend. Every company is run by another human being. Most people have forgotten that because marketers like us wanted you to. You, you don't, one company doesn't buy from another company. There are human beings behind those companies that make decisions emotionally. I don't care what you're looking at in a money because Bryce, if I held up a dollar bill and a hundred dollar bill in front of you, you have an emotional connection to each one of those. Because guess what? Our country is a, a couple trillion dollars in debt and there's no value behind those things. So mm-hmm. it's the that emotional connection that we have to that money that allows us to be able to give value to it and be able to make that decision. That's a human trait. Yeah. So this is the way that we do and the things that I do on LinkedIn, brother, They are just the things that my mom taught me when I was a kid how to treat another human being. It is not high level. It is nothing but it was just the human condition. Like I'm not trying to hack the LinkedIn algorithm or the Facebook algorithm or Instagram or Twitter. I'm working with the human algorithm. And that's the one thing that we can know is a constant evolution, but it's not a constant evolution that we have to find a figure out a code around. Once you know the basic building blocks of the human evolution, it works across boards and it works across time. And yeah, so human, that's the, yeah.
0: Human psychology transcends the the decade. I yeah. mean, this, the same psychological components that NLP teach today, NLP taught 30 years ago, direct response psychology still works today. All that stuff
1: was based on the original aspects, right? I mean, we haven't seen that much change in it. So that's the kind of stuff that we do. And you, you talked about the social dilemma, right? So we have a human condition of being online, right? It's, it's, it's basically like comment, share post, like comment, share post. We are in this constant loop of like, comment. they've trained us to be in this constant loop of like comment, share post, And we just go through it and we keep on moving through our day without expecting, but we know as marketers, as other people have been doing this for a while, we have to create stop gaps in those patterns. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to lay it like this, right? So there's two different ways that we go with. I hate cold call and I hate cold email, all right? I hate doing it so I'm not gonna do it to anybody else. So I only engage with people that engage with us. When someone looks at your LinkedIn profile, or someone looks at your content that you're posting, there's people that look at it and like it. Yeah. One of the biggest things in this world is there's not enough appreciation for the little things in life. There's a hell of a lot more now with COVID going on, we Look, I appreciate going out with my wife easily. I appreciate my kids going to school. I appreciate not wearing a mask. Those are things that I did not have enough appreciation for before. I'm going to be 100% honest with you,
0: right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, the the whole – I freaking hate the masks, to be honest. But not once in my entire life. 28 years growing up, I was like, yeah, okay, it's just normal life. Go out, sneeze, whatever, go out, cough, whatever. I have to wear a mask every time I walk out the door now and – you really do start thinking back. You're like, God, the good old days.
1: Yeah, <laughs> we appreciate those things. So what I did online is I appreciated people for something they've never been appreciated for. On LinkedIn, when people look at your profile, engage your content, I don't care what platform, when's the last time that you liked someone's Facebook post and they reached out and said, hey, Bryce, man, I want to, just wanted to reach out and say, thank you for liking my post too often. We don't appreciate this, man. Love to be able to connect with you and find out what pushed you to either engage in my post or look at my profile.
0: That's probably never.
1: (laughs) It doesn't happen. So we do this. We're going through this constant peace. And when you create that stop gap, people go, Whoa. And we all know that people that work, go to work and appreciate the work they do. They're okay to get paid less. Appreciation in this world, feeling appreciated people will take that instead in of forms of money. Mm-hmm. We see it all the time. Like we see the the, the broke coaches, right? They're like, Oh, I'm going to teach you. And the people go, wow, you gave me so much information. And they're like, man, I'm still broke. And they're like, well, cause they traded appreciation for money. Yeah. So we have to be able to understand this. So that's where we start, man. We go out and we start with that appreciation. My mom always taught me to appreciate those things. So I appreciate people for making, taking action on my profile from there. This is where most people go in and they pitch. I love that you add value. We add a couple more steps in there because I want to make many conversations. I want to build that emotional connection because what I'm trying to do is I call it my door to the couch mentality. All right. I don't even have one. Look, I got a pencil here. We all had the whole, you know, sell me this pen, right? You know, old school sales crap that was out there. And you're like, if I had knocked on your door, I'm like, hey, Bryce, this is Josh, man. I've got this pen probably before I even had that in my mouth. You're like, I'm good, okay, thank you, please. <laughs> you, you're not wearing a mask, get away from me. <laughs> but if you and I are sitting on the couch, we've got some emotional um, capital that we built together that's put me on your couch, all I gotta do is say, hey, Bryce, man, I got this new pencil. You're gonna pick it from me and go, wow, man, tell me more about it, why do you like it so much? I don't have to do any selling. So yeah. that's what we're trying to be able to do with this process. So we first we start with appreciation. Next thing my mom always taught me to do is give someone a compliment, compliment when you meet them. So on LinkedIn, that's an endorsement. So we, we engage with people that engage with us. They connect with us because we gave them appreciation. We then give them a compliment by giving them endorsement. And then the cool thing is they start the conversation because LinkedIn makes it super easy They go. They had this little button that says, hey, thank you, you wanna thank Bryce for um, endorsing you? Hell yeah, I do, just hit the button. Now they've started the conversation. Right, they're starting the conversation with you rather than you doing it. And now, my mom also told me never to give unsolicited advice. So I go in and ask a qualifying question about their mindset. Hey, Bryce, happy to offer the endorsement, man. Quick question for you while I have you, right? One of those questions that we, um, we made up for like people like Dan Sullivan or Joe Polish, some of these old school coaches that have been around for a while, was do you consider yourself an entrepreneur or a business owner with an entrepreneurial mindset? Because there's a huge difference Good in that, one. right? And, and the cool thing is, it's not about, are you making enough money, right? Or do you want a better job? Or can I teach you social media marketing? I want to understand their mindset. Because an entrepreneur, man, these kids are, you're still burning the midnight oil, working 24-7 and hustling. But if we, you and I know, if we continue to do that all the time, you're going to burn out. Oh, quick. So that shows, yeah, it shows us we're early, right? So then we got the other side, which is the business owner that like, you've been going on in your career for a while, you probably have a team, you probably make it a little bit more money. So I know you're farther on, or we got answer C that they never even see, which is, man, I work for somebody else. Yeah. So when they give these answers, then we can provide value. So like with Dan Sullivan, it was entrepreneur. Awesome. Let me give you one of my, you know, my eBooks, right? I think this is going to educate you, take you through the journey and get you pushing it forward business owner without a mindset because they require people to have a seven figure business. Amazing, let me invite you to my webinar. I've got an exclusive webinar coming up that's gonna educate you and then draw you in. Or they've got this C answer, which was I work for somebody else, man, hey, here's a PDF to be able to download that'll be able to give you the top 10 things because when someone answers that question and it's not your idea, like it's that answer C, mm-hmm. usually what you hear is, you hear that? Crickets, mm-hmm. right? People run, they go, they're like, oh man, this isn't who I want to go. I'm out. They're like,
0: next. (laughs) Yeah.
1: So we always leave leaving with value. Like you were saying as well, like always give value no matter what. And so we, that's the process that we run on one side and then we got a whole nother side that I mean, but I want to tell me what you think about that. And we can kind of go from there.
0: I dig it, man. I dig it there. There's quite frankly, I love the conceptualization of that because it's, it's the one thing that we all really want to do on any social network, right? Any impact-driven entrepreneur, business owner, sales professional, intrapreneur, solopreneur, doesn't matter what you call yourself. Yeah. We all want to keep it conversational-based, relationship-based, impact-driven. The automation doesn't really start until you start running out of time. Right. then and then we go well fuck i I don't have enough time to do this i haven't slept in two days burning the midnight oil i'm running on caffeine and that's it i got it i gotta free up some time and then it's all right i'll hire some people they'll do some stuff i'll automate some stuff it'll do the stuff and then you start falling down one of two paths you either over automate everything
1: Right, most people do.
0: And, hey, I'm guilty. I've been down that road. My Instagram is still suffering because of it. (laughs) (laughs) Point blank. Like three years ago, we automated the shit out of Instagram. Yeah. We got a bunch of vanity followers, had great engagement for a little bit of time. And because they're vanity followers and it was a social proof aspect and engagement doesn't last forever. Right, right. Now our engagement went from here to like fucking here. <laughs> so now it's like, all right, we got to do this all over again, but we're not doing that. We over-automated, now we've got to bring it back to the human, to human, right? Yeah. And So I'll, I'll, be, I'll be the first one to tell you, for those of you who think automating your following is the best idea if you fully automate it, a little bit of automation is okay but it's probably gonna be easier for me to just delete that Instagram and build a new one than it is yeah. for me to save this one.
1: Well, you but lost also- all the opportunity for advertising and lookalike offices, everything like that. I mean, if you wanna be able to do that, you've got an entire audience that's actually not your ideal client. They're yeah. just vanity numbers.
0: Yep, which is which is why I specifically called that out. Now about 50% of them are viable. It's taken a, about a year but we're probably two years out before that audience is cleaned up to the point where we want it to be. Yeah. To be We've able all done it. I mean, it. yeah, We've you know. We've all done it. Yeah. And, but that comes into my standpoint in my first question on this. Manpower's got to be heavy for this. Because if you automate too much of what you just said, it defeats the purpose. Right. So tell me about the manpower that's assigned to say your average client to be able to accomplish just that side?
1: Well, I mean, we've got our team pretty much down. I mean, we've got a whole bunch of everything that we do is all human, right? We're not using any automation on our side. I'll be hundred percent honest with you. Okay. It's because I'm not going in. If someone's coming to me and saying, Hey Josh, I need you to sell a thousand widgets. I'm not your guy, right? Let's just be a hundred percent honest. Most of our clients are coming to us and they're like, look, we're looking for anywhere from five to maybe 30 or 40 high-end clients to be able to take in, based on what they can be able to bring in, because that's, they're looking for those high touch, high, high relationship. And when you're talking about a client that's coming in anywhere from five to $50,000 on a monthly basis, they know if they see an ad, they know if they're on automation and they know if they're in a funnel. So they only choose like guys like you and I, we only choose to be in those if we choose to be in those. So we've got human beings on our side that we've taught how to be able to do it. There's tricks, right? I mean, with anything, how to be able to go in. We're going through and we're creating a message. So I can't be Dan Sullivan, like, unless Dan speaks with me. So we have to be able to, like, I haven't run his business. I haven't lived his life because we take over our clients. It's like, if I was going to be Bryce, you and I and someone on my team would have to get to know you, man. Cause I want to understand, like, do you say, What's up? We have some clients that say aloha, right? I mean, it's, it's, we want to be able to grab these little pieces yeah. that are in there. Like, like we've learned, right? Like as guys, when we have clients when we're reaching out one, we want to speak conversationally, but two, like as a guy, I'm going to say, Hey Bryce, man, I want to say thank you for liking my recent post. But if I'm talking to my wife, Rachel, I'm going to be saying, hi, Rachel. Um, I want to thank you because women don't like to be hated by men
0: at all.
1: (laughs) and I'm telling you that little tweak right there will get massive more engagement of people just listen that one thing when they're reaching out to people. Mm -hmm. It's massive to be able to do but yeah there's a lot of people on our side to be able to make this happen and we're going through but like look if I'm looking at it's got Bryce, John, Rachel, Jane, whatever when I go through and look at the 50 different profiles that are on there I'm just changing that first name right So it's like, hey, Bryce, man, I want to say same thing. And I'm just changing that first name. Copy, paste, adjust the name, send. Copy, paste, adjust the name, send. So we're going through there. Like I've learned how to be able to teach my team, how to be able to move, have messaging that they're actually copying, pasting. But because it's human, you've got to be able to pay attention. Now I'm going to tell you a story that, like I know this is where automation misses. So with Dan's account, we had this one guy. And, and, this is one of those stories and those messages that you just never forget. Cause it just, this is what shows me why I know what we do, because what we do is we help our clients build advocates first and allow the byproduct to become clients hundred okay. percent. Because I, I I'd rather have an advocate every day of the week. That's going to go tell 10 more people than me having to sell one-to-one all day. Oh God. Yeah. So when we do this and we see these messages come all the time, one as influencers, We rarely, and how you saw I started the podcast, we rarely take the time out to appreciate the people that help us become those influencers. Mm -hmm. So Dan, we reached out on his behalf and was like, hey, I just want to reach out and say thank you for liking my post. You know, I appreciate you, right? The response back was one of those ones that you just never forget. It was, Dan, thank you so much. You'll never know how much this means to me. Today, I had planned on being my last day. Mm-hmm. but by you showing me to appreciate the little things that gave me new hope for this world. And I will continue on. And it's like, you're sitting there. Like I'm reading this. I'm like, dude, this guy just said he was, all we did was say, thank you. Yeah. One of the uh... change his trajectory. So it's like, yeah, we, we get our clients clients, but these are the things that go through. So yeah, there's manpower. That's why I have a, an agency, right? People hire me to be able to do this, dude, we're going through and reaching out to and when I tell you the other side of it, you're going to be like, oh, hell no, you can't do all this. There's, you can't. I mean, you have to have a full-time person working eight, days in a, eight, eight hours a day, five days a week to be able to do what we're doing on our side.
0: So, so before we get into the other side of this, I, first off, thank you for sharing that with Dan and, and that conversation. But that's important. And so one of the things that I always preach is consistency conquers complacency. And yes, it's uh, I'm more of a business and funnel coach than anything else. Historically, I specialize in ecosystems and NLP and sales conversations. Right. But the consistency part is more about you consistently putting out value, information and content. And the reason that's important is I'll never forget this day. He's been a friend of mine for 15 years now. A friend of mine named Derek, who I hadn't seen for years because he moved to Portland with his wife him and his wife were having some hard times. I don't know the intricate details of that, nor is it my business to discuss, but the first time that I got to catch up with him in years, me and a partner of mine, a good friend of mine who also runs my operations, went to go visit him. We were having a few drinks on the porch and this, this'll never, this'll never leave. One of his words were one of my Instagram posts are the only reason why he decided to keep moving forward. An Instagram post is the only reason why one of my oldest friends is still alive today. And if I didn't post that, if I decided to be lazy or I didn't post it at that time or I didn't take the time to spend four fucking minutes on this phone, I could have lost somebody that I've known for 15 years. Yeah. The consistency makes a bigger impact in your life and the people that you follow, even if it's only five fucking followers on your YouTube channel, you don't know. If you don't show up, how much that means
1: to them. 100%. 100%, man. And that's the, that, these are those pieces that we, that so many people that are put in these positions of influence, we for, they forget to be able to make sure they take time to be able to appreciate those people that put them there. Yes, we worked hard for what we did. I get it. You and I, we've worked hard. We've hustled. We've, this is what we've done. But at the same time, because of that hustle, we had to also appreciate those people that appreciated our hustle and yeah. gave, us, gave us the money to be able to continue to do it and gave us the the love to continue to be able to do what we do. Because yeah. the entrepreneur game, man, it's a lonely one. And we get – you people feel alone all the time. And it hurt – I mean, like right now, we're going through – people are going to have – are having bigger breakdowns than ever before. Because one, if you're an entrepreneur, now you're separated from the world – we're going to see a lot of a lot of mindset shifts around people and i'm worried man and that's is why i share my story and share things that i've went through on podcasts like yours because i want everyone to know they're not alone and these are things that are we have to be able to take into consideration. Oh, 100%, 100%. And
0: it makes that human to human connection that much more viable, that much more important, that much more of a necessity. Yeah. Because quite frankly, you said it earlier, we've all been guilty of it. At some point in the entrepreneurial journey, we've all been guilty of forgetting that. We've all Mm -hmm. been guilty of treating people like numbers to some extent. We've all been guilty of nexting somebody because we didn't think they were worth our time. But spending a few minutes with them, you don't know if you could help level them up to where they are your ideal client. You don't know if you just made their day. You don't know if they're going through the toughest day of their life. Because I was at one point. In 2017, yeah. five months before starting this company at 3 a.m., there was a gun in my mouth. Somebody took the time to talk to me for three hours that night, and that's why I'm still here.
1: Well, I'm glad you're here, man. <laughs> I mean, I'll tell you, I, you, when we talked about the whole Mindspace thing before, you're the first podcast I have actually even mentioned that on. So, you know, there's <laughs> there's little things like that. But, I mean, I was in that same, not with the gun, but I was contemplating it, right? I mean, yeah. two, when I was going through my divorce, I... I remember, and this is one of those things that you just never, never ever forget. I, when I had my son 11 years ago, I, w- I went to go work at home because I wanted to be that, that dad that was around. And I had my office doors open because I wanted to make sure that whatever I said, I don't care how young he was, I felt confident to say in front of him. If I couldn't say it in front of my son, more than likely I shouldn't say it. Yeah. But at a certain point based on concentrating on the money, based on having a relationship issues like that, those office doors closed. And man, my office became not only a sanctuary, but a coffin that I used to stare at the wall for eight hours. I was running 10 companies. You would never know it because I just stare there, stare at that wall, contemplating if my family would be better off with my life insurance policy than me in that. Mm -hmm. And I had a good friend of mine too, come to me and, and give me the power back that said, look, not only take a hold of your life and you have more to give, But in the relationship you're in right now, you need to release her as well and allow her to be able to go on her own journey. Because I was not her. I was trying to fix the relationship, right? I went through this whole thing. We always try. Oh, We can fix anything. Oh, every time. Even if you know damn
0: well you shouldn't. (laughs) All the time.
1: So, man, I, I never got to the point with a gun in my mouth, but I damn near contemplated many times driving. Just going, if I just took the wheel, it would be that easy. And, you know, people have it all the time. Other entrepreneurs need to know that they ain't alone, man. The only way that we can all rise up is when we rise up together. That's why I share so free. Like you asked, like, Josh, give me your stuff on LinkedIn. Tell me your story. I'm an open book. I'll show you everything that I do on LinkedIn. I'll open the book up for that. If you want to get there faster, we'll work together.
0: One of my uh, one of my favorite quotes. He was from my from my first one on one coach, not my first mentor, but my first one on one coach, and it was 2017, right right around after that occurrence. Uh, and he said, "If you can't live in a glass house, do you even know who you are?" And that stuck with me ever since because I'm like, "Fuck, you're right." <laughs> and, and but that's really what pushes this whole transparency impact before income thing that. That's made it to the point where I tattooed our mantra on my arm because I can see it every morning when I wake up. Right? right, that's how I start my day with that. You were made to thrive, not just survive. I let's get it. More people need that yeah. every morning, and yeah. it doesn't. It doesn't matter if I've had a good day, a bad day, an indifferent day. If if I'm looking at putting out fires all day, or if it's the best day I've ever had, it's the same exact process because i know somebody out there needs to hear that message more than i do and i'm going to make sure that they get it i love it now with that we're going to transition into how we can do that with linkedin with human to human connections but on the other side you said that there's no way that somebody listening in not knowing not knowing what you've got going on would think that you can accomplish it i want to hear what this is and then more importantly I want you to kind of drop a bomb on everybody listening on how they can take your thought processes, how to bring humanity back to the marketing space, how they can do a small version of it themselves without having to hire 15 people to run this.
1: Yeah, man. No, hundred percent. And that's what it's all about, right? Like I give my SOPs, I give all that for free. And I mean, you can definitely do what we do on a smaller scale, hundred percent, because You don't have to like, I mean, you could, if you just spend what I'm teaching you how to be able to do today, spend an hour every day, I guarantee you're gonna get results on any platform, right? But here's the other flip side of the coin. There's always two sides of a coin, like with everything, right, like you'll see, I've got the male and the female ethos behind me, right? Those are the pictures that are my, in my, cause I always want to know there's always two sides of a coin. If I only gave you one side of that coin, you'd be like, dude, this is, this is fake. This is nothing. So these are all those things, right? I want everyone to understand. Not only engage with people, like just with LinkedIn, there's not just engaging, you gotta listen as well too. There's a social list. Most people don't listen to their audience. And if I asked you, Bryce, why does every single person in this world, I don't care who you are, where you live, whatever, what you look like, why does everyone in this world first and foremost before all else post online, what would you say?
0: They wanna get their word out and they want somebody to listen.
1: Now I'm going to hit you with something because this is why I've been don the name, the dopamine dealer of LinkedIn. <laughs> I, the love reason why, I love it. The reason why, and notice that's a human thing, right? Mm-hmm. Is because every single person, I don't care who you are, first and foremost, most viscerally, we've been conditioned, if you watch the social dilemma, to be able to look for those hits of dopamine we get when we get engagement. Now I don't care if you even realize that we're looking for that comment. We're looking for that like, because We get excited about it. Get hit to, it hits up dopamine every single time. So when we do on our side is we use LinkedIn and we look who's posting online because you can do that through sales navigator. See who's yeah. posted online in the last 30 days and we hit them with dopamine first. I'm going to go and see your post Bryce and I'm going to mm-hmm. like, and I'm going to comment on your post. And then I'm going to reach out to you and start with that. Appreciate Hey, Bryce. Man, I saw your recent post, man, dude. You're adding massive value on the platform. Thank you so much, man. I think I see a lot of uh, alignment there. I'd love to be able to connect with you just to ha- be able to have you on my feed. Mm-hmm. That's what we're starting with. That opens the doors because all of us work so hard on our content. We're always trying to put good content. We're trying to be appreciated for those things. So we give those hips to dopamine because I mean, that's what everyone's looking for. I don't care what you think. Like everything's after, right? Like you're like to be able to get clients, to be able to build advocacy. To be able to... Yes, but... <laughs> Yeah. We've been conditioned for this thing, man.
0: Oh, it's yeah. I mean, serotonin and dopamine are two biggest things. And in a marketing conceptualization, one of the things I teach is how to teach without teaching. How do you, how do you get that curiosity peaked so that they're, they're itching for it, not to be too vulgar here, but they're like a crackhead without crack. When you, when you give them that answer, which is more often than not sell them your product or service, they get that dopamine serotonin release they get satisfaction from
1: it. Yeah, so we're starting right at the beginning.
0: Yeah.
1: We're giving the hit of dopamine right at the beginning and making them, right? Everything we're doing is those dope, little dopamine hits to build them up. Boom, engage on their post. Thank them for doing the post. Most people on LinkedIn get less than 1% engagement on their content. What we're doing too, along with this, we're doing the appreciation for looking at my profile, engaging my content, engaging on their content and giving appreciation. We are also conditioning our audience to engage more on our own content, driving more visibility across the platform. Because if you get that engagement on your post and people appreciate that, they're gonna keep coming back. Like you said, a crackhead without crack. Man, he, he thanked me for the last time he liked, he liked my post. I'm gonna do it again. Maybe I'm gonna get another thank you. Another thing, another appreciation that keep on doing that drawing in more organic audience. So that, and then we just roll right back in that same engagement engine, right? We appreciate them, they connected. Boom, I said, I'm not making it complicated. Endorsement, compliment, right? Boom, qualifying question. Boom, provide value. So it all rolls in just on two sides. We go after our ideal audience. I identify them through um, Sales Navigator based on the parameters that we believe they should be, like you were saying with keywords. And then we go and engage on their content. Same thing over here. And we're just drawing them in the same funnel because someone looked at my profile, looked at my post, that's opportunity unexplored. And the same thing as we're drawing inner ID alignment, on it. So it creates this awesome like funnel that's constantly going. And so we're doing that, like you're like, all right, no one can do it. I'm like you can, we're doing it. We're doing a hundred engagements a day for our clients. We're sending out a hundred um, connection requests. And then we're doing a hundred endorsements every single day, human to human doing to that. And then doing all those messaging sequence on the backside. It's a lot of work.
0: That is a lot of work. Cause I can, you don't have I to do that.
1: that. You to do 10 a day. Right? <laughs> I was
0: like, I can tell you firsthand. That's a lot of work. It's, it's one of those things that I love the fact that you've brought it back to the assembly line, for instance, right? The traditional human to human development.
1: you got to have the different pieces, right? I do this piece, you do that piece. It just, it rolls yeah. through. Yeah. Uh,
0: but it's one of those things that like LinkedIn such a powerful tool, right? And we send out quite a bit. We've got quite a bit of connections between 50 and hundred a day on average. We use automation for it for ourselves. And and my operations guy does the human aspect of it. And we yeah. get shows and bookings and conversations. The one thing that that I've really gathered from this is, and I, I want the audience to to kind of sit and stew on this too, you flipped the script on the typical the standard of, of communication because most people go through and it's conversation, engagement, curiosity, continuity, dopamine. Right. You flipped it. I did. Uh And that's genius (laughs) quite frankly because it makes sense right you you go to pick up a girl at a bar right you automatically flip that script because you know that that's that the way that conversation's gonna go right same as a woman picking up a guy same as making a new friend same as making a new joint venture same as a business relationship you inherently flip that script naturally right but more often than not we don't digitally
1: No, we don't because we've been trained over years to talk at people, not speak with them conversationally online. The same way we would do it in, in, as I said, man, all these things are just things that my mom taught me how to do, man. I'm just putting it online. I'm not saying that it's, it's crazy. It's not like, oh my God, it's revolutionary. I'm actually bringing it back 20, 30 years and just reminding people what we used to do. But it, it is, online.
0: <laughs> but it is one of the biggest things that I talk about on this show, episode after episode is the difference between easy and simple. Right. Is it easy to be a business owner and an entrepreneur and a sales guy? No. No. Is it simple? Pretty much. Doesn't it, it? It's not a complex thing. Life is easy. Business is easy. It's simple. We complicate things, right? When you boil it down, what is a business? It's an exchange of a solution for something of value, right? That's it. Everything else in, above, around, before, after that, it's just complexities that don't really serve the actual purpose, which is to solve a problem and get an exchange of value for it.
1: There you go. Well, I mean, here's the whole thing too. Like I ask most people, I'm like, look, there's an easy statement. Most people do on their LinkedIn profile, like, CEO, business owner, you know, director of sales, whatever it is, as their title, that's not customer facing forward. Most people don't realize I use an XYZ statement. I help X, that's my ideal client Mm -hmm. to achieve Y. That's what we do. So they can have Z. Z is the reason why people make that's the emotional trigger. They want the outcome of what you do. Most people go, hey, here's my tactics. This is why you should hire me. No one cares about your shiny shit. So we're
0: gonna we're gonna do something. I want you to be as brutal as possible on this. Okay. So I've <laughs> I've pulled up my LinkedIn. I want to I want to see how far off this is in your opinion. I don't know. Oh, I was
1: see. looking, I got yours up right now. I didn't even <laughs> think i to look Hold on. Give me two. You don't think i looked you up before we jumped on here? Oh, I'm sure you <laughs> did. <laughs> Bryce With- Vance, nonstop lead generation business strategist, lead strategist, lead generate, dude. I get it. But that's not the outcome of what you do. When you give someone a lead, what's so the here, results of that so, lead?
0: So I'm going to pause you for a second because I've been trying to figure out how to redo this title for some time now. Because we, we've we rebranded a little bit. What I've always specialized in is helping we got to get those glasses off too,
1: brother. I want to see your face all the way.
0: <laughs> don't worry. It's in process. It's not because, Instagram. The, the, this is why I wanted to bring this up. Yeah. I'm a big fan of transparency. If I'm going to help somebody else do this, we got to do it to me, right? That's the whole purpose. I don't want to use somebody else as an example. We're going to use me as the example here. Yeah. Now, our new branding's changed. I've spent some time thinking about this. It's gone from nonstop lead generation to... intent-based affinity-backed omnipresent ecosystems to neuroscience-based ecosystems now it's evolved to what i think is going to be the right conceptualization of this because it really speaks to the purpose and this actually started with a brad lee video because every fucking time i see brad lee he beats the same thing into my fucking dome which is which i love the the concept of this is you respond with what the action is, not the outcome. So I started really thinking on that for a while and I'm like, fuck, I should change my branding. Cause I do that. I do that. And then I got thinking, and now tell me what you think about it. I help people thrive, not just survive, by helping them comp- conquer their complacency with consistency, leveraging omnipresent digital ecosystems to grow their sales, generate leads and bring in new clients.
1: I like it, but you said people. Do you help everybody in this world? Good catch. I'm sorry, man. This is, no. <laughs> I spent a lot no of money cats. trying to monetize everyone in this world, no. and I'm gonna tell you, it's a lost cause. You cannot. It's do a lost it. cause. You need to own your audience. Is it entrepreneurs? Is so it we, mid-sized businesses? You, seven figures. I mean, like men, it, women. You, like you, where are we looking? You, you know what it is. Impact-driven huh? entrepreneurs. <laughs> There There we go. I help impact driven entrepreneurs there we go do omni-channel marketing so they can have more sales, be everywhere they want to be able to be seen, and achieve the results they're looking for within their business. Mm -hmm. Right? So That's what they're looking for. I'm going to help them be omnipresent so they can be seen everywhere and the opportunities will be coming to them rather than them going to the opportunity. Right? These are the things. How do you actually, how do I help you draw your audience in to look for you rather than you looking for your audience? I'm going to show you how to do it.
0: Now, for those of you still with us or those of you listening (laughs) to the replay, I just want to point one thing out. You guys know me as the expert for omnipresent digital marketing. Even experts need expert's help. There's a reason why I used myself as an example on today's show. It wasn't because what I have doesn't work. Does it work? Yeah, it's brought us business for quite some time. Is it
1: perfect? No. Even Tony Robbins had a coach. Oh yeah, oh yeah. So I mean, <laughs> these are those things, man, you gotta make oh. sure like, we, when you start doing these kind of things, Brian, on LinkedIn, you start doing some of this. Act, like, look, there's a reason why Gary V says get everyone needs to give their dollar sixty, right? Because he wants you to be able to comment on eighty people's posts because everyone has their own two cents. I'm gonna tell you, that's great. That's still still too damn passive. All I'm doing is commenting on someone's post. I'm hoping they're gonna come, dude. That's like saying, you know, if I pray hard enough, money's gonna fall from the sky. <laughs> I'm sorry, that's not going to happen. Money only comes from one place and one place only. It doesn't grow on trees. It's coming. Money comes from other people's bank accounts, and you have to be able to provide value enough for them to take it out of their bank account and put it into yours. Mm-hmm. They, that usually is around an emotional trigger. Oh People yeah, love or something to something to some degree. If they are indifferent towards you, you are not only wasting their time. You're wasting yours. And most marketers, most people, when they're online, they try not to offend anyone. They try to be right in the middle. Stop wasting people's time. Be Polar, polarizing. Make sure you are polarizing. Polarization's powerful. I mean, look at what
0: whoever's right. I'm, I'm going to give props to whoever's running Wendy's Twitter. Okay. I don't know who that is, but I love that Twitter account. And that's a perfect example of polarization. Like I've seen Wendy's tell McDonald's to fuck off. Like oh, oh
1: yeah, man. And
0: it's fantastic.
1: Well, <laughs> oh, they went after them at Popeyes and everywhere and else started going after the chicken sandwich, you know. It was <laughs> like, oh, this this is getting dirty now. <laughs> but that's a good example. Polarization is powerful. People are scared, though. They're scared to be able to have someone love or hate them. But again, here's the one thing I learned as an entrepreneur. If you are 100% you, 100% of the time, mm-hmm. on and offline, one, life is easier. But two, people know where you stand. And you will have your haters. You will have your, lover, mm-hmm. your, your lovers. And that's okay. But if you have yep. people indifferent towards you, dude, time is the one resource that we cannot get back. So do not waste their time. Do not waste yours. Be you. Hundred percent.
0: Hundred percent. All right, man. We we're we're a little overtime to be honest. So, <laughs> so round we've, two. We've we've got to wrap up round one. We'll do round two. We'll get that scheduled before good, we go. Leave the people with some stuff. If you've got an offer that you want to leave them, go ahead. If you've got a place you want them to contact you, whether it be LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, your email, your website, whatever it is, now is the time.
1: Man, of course, find me anywhere. I'm the Joshua B. Lee. I mean, everywhere you look from Instagram to LinkedIn to, I mean, hell, you can find me on Clubhouse now. I mean, Clubhouse is banging over there. So, you know, we're doing a lot. Of, I mean, I'm on there every day giving free value. But, you know, if you go to standoutauthority.com, you can actually get access to our free group. And I give all my stuff away for free. You can go in there, you can join that group. We're giving free daily values, what we do, how we help our clients, our SOPs, everything. And you can be able to find access to that. Because look, as I said, I want us all to rise up. If I teach you, Bryce, and I teach everyone listening how to be able to do it right, it only benefits me and it only benefits my clients. We all rise up together. If someone wants to get there faster, those are the people that hire me. But I mean, they got to have that right reason to be able to do that.
0: 100%. 100%. Awesome, man. Thank you for being on. We're going to have to give the people a round two. It was a blast having you on today. Everybody, thank you for being with us today. And that was another episode of The Inbound Secret. This is The Inbound Secret. Secret, My name is Bryce, and I'm your host for The Inbound Secret, where we're talking with top performers and health experts and sales badasses alike about their strategies to optimize their well-being and performance. Once again, this is The Inbound Secret, and, and let's get rocking and rolling. This is The Inbound, this is, this is, the, inbound. Inbound. This is the, inbound. the Inbound, this is The Inbound,
1: this is The Inbound,